Good morning, everybody. Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic for which they stand. Two nations under God, quite divided, the liberty and justice for some, for the chosen, for the few, for the elite, for the uh, people in power. Um, and you know, we saw an article this morning. They're creating a wonderful government database of people who are vaccinated and who aren't supposedly for our own public safety. And uh, I don't know, maybe public health is the way that they'll usher in the one world government because it sure seems to be trending that way. Um, I think we as Americans may have an opportunity to stop it from time to time. <laughs> But uh, ultimately, it's going to be a situation that's not going to stop. You know, eventually it's going to get to that. And my wife and I were talking yesterday about moving to an area, you know, where uh, freedom still exists. And there, there's becoming smaller and smaller pockets of that as we go forward because... You know, when you look at history, governments have always uh, typically owned their subjects, right? You know, a king or monarchy in the past. Um, you know, there's very rarely been true freedom. And uh, as a Christian-centered enterprise, when the United States was founded, that allowed freedom to exist in the world to a point that it hadn't been done before. And though people are corrupt, people are sinful, um, and people trend toward that direction, especially if they don't have the grace of God in their lives, um, it's going to be uh, a continuing thing. So where do we go? What do we do? You know, as, as we talk about on this show... There's only two choices. You have the Lord Jesus Christ and his lordship, his kingship, um, his intervention for you, or you have everything else. And that includes a lot of weird stuff. It includes a lot of, you know, supposedly well-positioned uh, things, you know, according to the elites anyway. Secular humanism and, and evolution are certainly viable um, both of them because people are basically good and only there's just a few bad nuts running around that, that cause problems for everybody. So it's interesting how that works. But our position is no, everybody's evil and trends toward evil unless they have the grace of God in their lives. And though evil people can do good things, um, that doesn't mean that they're righteous in any way or right with God. There's only one way to be right with God, and that's put trust and faith in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he said that, and that's what we believe here. At, it's a religion. Um, and, you know, there's much more. Uh, part of the reason we have the name It's a Religion as a show is because we want to point out the fact that the theory of evolution, the principles of evolution... Um, the scientific aspects supposedly of evolution, it's all religious in nature. It's all based on faith. None of it's based on true scientific evidence. 
um, they've concocted a scheme in which they can point to things and try and say they are real, but it's founded on a house of cards, circular reasoning, and faulty assumptions when it comes to dating. And, um, and then, you know, you throw in a bunch of uh, folks that are more than happy to draw pretty pictures and talk about how this happened or that happened some 10, 20, 30, 50, 100, 300 million years ago. And they just throw this stuff around like it's, it's nothing. And yet, no eyewitnesses, no nothing we can point to to say, oh, yeah, that really makes sense. But it gives them a, an outlet to put faith in something besides God. And that's really what it's all about. If you want to be your own God, if you want to be your own, uh, and, you know, and control, I think, has a lot to do with it. You know, I call myself someone who used to love to have the remote. When we were watching TV in the past, if I couldn't find my remote, I was going to have a heart attack. And I don't think it was necessarily the remote. It was just having that control. And that circumvented my relationship with God for a long time. Now I don't want to be in control. And uh, I try and give that stuff up to him every day. And I know I still do things without talking to him about it first a lot of times. And uh, I want to get better at that. I want to continually uh, lay things at his feet and wait on the Lord. Sometimes I'm not good at waiting. I, I don't have a lot of patience when it comes to getting things done. So having said that, um, let's look at Matthew chapter 17 this morning. And Jesus uh, is transfigured in verse 2 of this before uh, Peter, James, and John. So there's three people that saw this happen, right? We have eyewitnesses, not just one, but three. And, uh, and behold... There appeared unto them Moses and Elijah talking with him. So Jesus is talking with these two stalwarts of our faith. And uh, guys that were around prior to, uh, to Jesus. Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you will, let us make here three tabernacles. One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But yet he spoke, Behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud, which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom... I am well pleased. Hear all of you him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face and were sore afraid. And Jesus said, or came and touched them and said, Arise, be not afraid. And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no man save Jesus only. So it's pretty, you know, Jesus has given them the opportunity. You know, a lot of people say, well, these three are part of his inner circle, if you will. Whatever. I mean, I'm sure the other apostles learned about this and heard about it and here we are discussing it 2,000 and some years later so it was an important thing but again here's a man and an eyewitness account of someone who has authority over the elements of the earth over the laws of physics over you know the spiritual realm along with the physical realm and so I just asked myself, why would I not want to put my faith and trust in them? Eyewitness account. This happened. I was there. I saw it. Right? 50 million years ago, this happened. Nobody saw it. Nobody was there. And uh, what are you going to do? 
right? <laughs> I'm a scientist, so you have to believe me. I have a white coat and a PhD, which I think anymore dumbs somebody down. It doesn't lift them up to a better place. Oh, so... Jesus then talks about Elijah has already come and then the disciples are struggling to cast out a devil and Jesus says you faithless and and uh, whatever generation he's talking about how um, you know a cert certain things need fast fasting and prayer to be done but you know just have faith and you can accomplish great things and I believe he's saying that with regard to accomplishing great things for the kingdom of God, not for personal gain or personal use. Because then he goes on to talk about um, how he's going to go through so much. In verse 23, it says, And they shall kill him, and the third day he shall be raised again. And they were exceeding sorry. Because they couldn't see past the, the struggles Jesus was going to have to go through to get to that third day when he rose again and defeated death. Um. And then he, the chapter finishes with uh, people coming up saying, hey, does your master pay tribute? And Jesus says an interesting thing to, to Peter. He says, whom do the kings of the earth take custom of tribute, their own children or the strangers? Peter says unto him, strangers. Jesus says unto him, then the children are free. And it makes me think about our current situation with our current president and that family just being such shysters. And... Uh, you know, I heard a story about that yesterday that just sickened me. But again, you know, if people aren't truly following God, then they're going to be, you know, Biden was a liar back in the 70s. And I don't know how these people maintain power and authority in our country. It just it really saddens me that, that people will be, be that duped into following people that are that lack of integrity. You know, everybody, there's no one with perfect integrity on this planet. Um, there was only one that ever had perfect integrity. And uh, he is seated at the right hand of the Father, the Lord God Almighty in heaven. And um, he was the only one to ever do it perfectly. There were a lot of people that uh, walked in, in righteous ways. Well, I shouldn't say that because I don't know if Enoch was perfect in God's sight. I would assume he had some sin in his life somehow. Um, and David certainly did. But there was something about Enoch that was special because God took him. So I don't, you know, it does, the Bible doesn't really tell us much more than that about him. But um, that's a pretty cool thing. You know, and Moses was a humble man and did a lot of good, but even he sinned at times. So... Um, so with that, let's take a look at what's going on out there in the world today. Um, big, big deal at the Supreme Court. And uh, there seems to be a willingness to review Roe v. Wade. And, you know, there's been a lot of scientific advancements since that decision was made. And frankly, it was a wrong decision. It, you know, the federal government, the Constitution at the federal level... I think Brett Kavanaugh said it doesn't take a, doesn't, I don't understand how he, how he says it. He says it's neutral towards the issue of abortion. And I don't understand how he gets to that conclusion. Um, 
because if you look at the preamble of the Constitution, the you know the life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness to establish governments thereupon by the will of the people, um, life is what we're talking about here. And if life truly begins a conception of that being that's conceived as a human being, it should have the right to life. And it's a separate being. It's a separate person, personage, than the mother itself. Yeah, the the pregnancy is going on within the mother's body. But again, the greater argument here is not um, what do we do with this situation because we don't want to take responsibility for it. What did you do before that? You know, you did what was necessary to produce this child and now you're not willing to take responsibility for the results. And that's kind of where we're at. You know, as a society, people don't want to take responsibility for their own actions in a lot of cases. And that's why we're economically in a bad place. Right now, we're in a bad place in in a lot of ways because of that, because people don't take responsibility seriously. So, uh, it's unfortunate that we ever instituted that at the federal level because it just opened the door to a lot of issues and I believe we're as a country under a curse because of it you know killing all these people created in the image of God so it's uh, yeah it's uh, I just really struggle with the whole thing so hopefully the Supreme Court will do the right thing and at the very least eliminate it at the federal level and leave it to the states because you're going to have some states that have an open door policy where the libs run everything and Illinois will be one of them because of Chicago and these big cities where liberals dominate um, so it's not like you won't have access to it these gals are freaking out for nothing that want to kill babies so because that's what we're doing we're talking about human life human beings um, the human race the one race of humans running around this planet and uh, anyway so let's keep going here um, what else do we have so you know Fauci's still dodging the illegal immigrant question. You know, they create all these rules for people and then legal immigrants get in this country without anything. And uh, it's just, it's a sad state. There's so much going on at the at the federal level that really is illegal and should be landing people in jail, especially the election of last year. And, uh, you know, you've got the the administration blaming Americans for Biden's failure to shut down COVID when pressed by uh, one of the reporters. And, uh, and it just, uh, you know, you still have, we had another high school shooting the other day, and of course the media wants to blame the gun. And the father bought a gun 
Well, he should have had it secured better, apparently, but um, that's not the gun, people. It's lack of fear of God, to be quite frank. You know, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, the Bible says. And when you don't have that, when you're not instituting that in society, you're going to see this kind of stuff. And we're seeing it over and over. How many school shootings have we had since 1970s when we took prayer out of school, when we took reading the Bible out of school, when schools had to become a secular institution, just like our government? And you can't exhibit faith, apparently, in the public square, which is a bunch of hooey. That has nothing to do with separation of church and state. All that was was the government can't establish its own religion, and yet here it has. They're just like Democrats. They're going to say, oh, you can't do that, and yet they're the ones doing it. Or, hey, you're doing that, and they're the ones that are doing it. So you got the Maxwell trial going on, and uh, it just, that's going to be a disaster. There are so many people that uh, I bet were involved with that whole thing. And it's just sad for the girls um, that were involved. But, you know, promiscuity and things of that nature are promoted so heavily in this society. I, I don't understand how in a lot of corners that that's even thought to be wrong, especially if you had willing participants. You probably will have that happen at some point. Um, and you got the Waukesha parade killer. He complains he's being demonized and dehumanized. Well, you kind of have that coming, buddy, when you roll over 50 people driving your car through a parade. And... Uh, you aren't a human at that point because you obviously didn't have any compassion for those people. I saw a picture of a little kid, one of the kids that died. And, uh, anyway, it's, it's a, uh, it's a tough world out there, folks. There's a lot of bad things. And you know what? There's always been a lot of bad things. So where do you turn? What do you do? Well, there's one place that you can find peace and rest and hope, and that's through the Lord Jesus Christ. So put your faith and trust in him. If you don't know him, if you haven't met him, um, he's available 24-7. I don't believe he sleeps. All you got to do is get down on your knees, repent, and uh, ask him into your life. And, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that says, uh, I stand at the door and knock. All you got to do is open the door. So, with that, I think we'll call it a, a day. Be encouraged, though. There's so much good that, that's going on that you don't hear about as well. The little things that people do to um, help each other, to uh, encourage faith in each other. Last night we had an interesting thing come up. We were um, trying to go to a movie, the Chosen Christmas special, and uh, we got to the theater. I had forgotten, you know, we live in a 
pretty rural community where nobody's really following mass policies anymore, even though the wonderful governor, our current sovereign in this state, uh, has edicted that it should be so. Um, but we get to the theater and, and they're like, oh, you have to wear a mask. And I'm like, I just can't do it. I can't bring myself. I'm like, okay, so you're telling me I got to put a mask on while I'm here and over at the stand. And then as soon as I get in the theater, I can take it off. Now the sign says you're supposed to keep it on all the time unless you're eating or drinking something. And it's just the most preposterous thing I've ever seen. It has no scientific basis whatsoever. And yet the gal that was the theater manager said that, uh, well, you can... Good morning, boys. Morning. The gal that was the theater manager was uh, all about the mask because she had lost some money due to COVID, and she's thinking that the mask saved her for some reason. You want guys say hi on the hi. podcast? Hi. That's Ethan and Evan. <laughs> Thank you, boys. I'm just about finished. But anyway, she kicked us out, wouldn't let us come in without a mask on, so we left, went to another theater, walked in, asked the lady, hey, do we have to wear a mask? She said, yep. I said, okay, well, we'll see you later. So anyway, we wound up buying tickets to go to a local church here to watch it here in another week or so, and we'll just do that. So with that, um, be yourself, stand for what's right and true and good, and uh, if you want to wear a mask, wear one, but... You shouldn't be forced to, in my opinion. And just because I don't believe scientifically there's a, there's a case for it. It's got 13% efficacy on a disease that there's a 99.8% chance you're going to get healed from, especially if you're in good health. So let's see. Let's finish with... Uh, here's a good one. You like that one? Mm-hmm. Must have been old Santa Cause I saw his big red hat And I know my mom and dad can't fly like that No way I know my mom and dad can't fly like that Come on, dog Christmas trick my dad had played since I was four. Time of the night. Oh, because those I don't believe in Santa Claus. No way. Those I don't believe in Santa Claus. He sees me out my door. Tends to Santa anyway. Santa or his sleigh, no, no way. way. Nice and tight, up my window, looking to the night. All of a sudden, I could see Santa Claus was flying by, smiling at me. Have a good day, everybody.